Shaletta Brundage is known as the autism mom, not just because she's got three kids on the spectrum, but because she's an advocate who works to educate and inspire other moms of kids with special needs. I'm telling you, I'm, a, I'm taking a knee tonight because the queen is in the building. Oh, stop. The queen is in the building. Roxanne Battle, longtime Care 11 news anchor, beloved Twin Cities media personality. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Shalotta. Oh, come, my God. I, I come from my daily dosage of ego boosting with you. Hey, man, let me tell you something. I ain't got to boost no ego. I didn't say nothing that wasn't true. Oh, stop. I did not say anything You're that was kind. not actual. Factual pockets of joy always up there on the bestsellers list. You've got went from indie publishing paperback to hard copy with a major publisher dropping jewels and pearls of wisdom for everybody who is thinking about writing a book to just take notes. Well, you you went to Beaver's Pond Press, which is the indie publisher I started out with. Yeah, because of you. I, I, I promise you, I flipped the back of your book. I was like, okay, I need to write a book. Who did Roxanne write her book? Uh, y'all, bring me that, bring, bring me Miss Roxanne book. You really, like, I sent the kids to go get the book, <laughs> and they brought it to me, and I just flipped it onto the back. I did a Google search, got the phone number, and called them. You hired my exact team, Lily Coyle. What, I'm going to try to reinvent the and wheel And Hannah, the, your, that's your project <laughs> manager, who's a project manager on the What, I'm going to reinvent the wheel for? I, I, you know, I have never been one of those people that says, I like to find things out on my own. Don't tell me. No, uh-uh, tell me. You know, for, if you're just joining us, uh, Shalette and I go way back. Way. I knew you when you only had one child. Uh-huh. Andrew was my nephew. I think he's three. What he's now? Thirteen. Thirteen. So that should tell you something oh about that. Yeah. And oh so when I go to Beaver's Palm Press, they open the door and give me coffee. No. Mm-mm. When I go to Beaver's Palm Press, they uh, there's a lock, and I have to be buzzed in. And sometimes uh, they act like they're not there. And it's so funny because one time I had a payment. And I was, <laughs> this is a true story. When we get Lily on at 830, we're going to talk about this. I had a payment to pay for my book. And because, you know, my book is on layaway. So I pay every couple of uh, weeks. <laughs> That's what you do as an independent publisher. You do. Yeah. You do what you can when you can get it done. That's so you can get you your do. book out. Yes. And so I was like, why didn't I open the door? I sitting out here with this money. Why they not coming to the door? You came up with it. Ca- I call. Yeah, I come with cash like drug dealers. And so I call and they didn't answer. So I sent an email and the subject of the email said, I'm outside. I have cash. And then, then they, all of a sudden, <laughs> somebody opened the door. <laughs> but when you showed up, if you weren't here for the last hour, when Shaletta showed up at Beaver's Palm Press talking about it, she wanted to write a book. She, all she had was air. Air. She told me that was, those were her exact words. Oh, you have this air. You have an idea. I hadn't even flushed it out. I had four books in my head for my four children. I know I wanted all the books to be about autism and autism awareness to educate young kids about autism. Because we're educating the adults. Look out for no eye contact. How many words does he have? Uh, is he following simple commands? Is he potty trained? Does he have these motor skills? But nobody is telling our young kids, my children's classmates, about autism. If you do a series of books, you could do them in alphabetical order because you named your children I that did. way. I did. I named my kids in alphabetical order. We were going to have more, but they start having autism, so we stopped. I was like, okay, I, this third one got diagnosed, that's it. 
Andrew, Brandon, Cameron, Cameron and, and Daniel. Daniel. You know my baby's names. Look at you. What a good auntie. What a good auntie. <laughs> so Cameron goes to school. Is about Cameron. That's your daughter. Mm-hmm. Your only girl. My only You know, girl. I was the only girl of four brothers. I know. Yeah, so, and we're connected in more ways than one. Um, you are writing, and the reason why you wrote the book is because you couldn't find any, which is a common problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, parents of color, black parents, can't find books where their children are represented in schools. And so it's like if uh, my child is not seeing themselves between the pages, then how do we teach, help them with their self-esteem and self-image and the black girl magic thing and all of that? And, you know, I found that my daughter was being ostracized because her classmates didn't know much about autism. And for some reason, parents think that it's a bad thing if their kids don't have autism to talk about it or to say, Cameron, your your friend Cameron in class, she has special needs. She has autism. And this is what happens for kids who have autism. Just give them, you know, talking points. Yeah, some baby dose. Because they, you know, I, I remember there was a program and, and Cameron was supposed to say something and she got up in front of the classroom and she couldn't talk. And one of her friends looked over at his mom and he said, oh, that's Cameron. She doesn't know much. Ooh. And girl, my heart went to the floor. My heart just went to the floor. And then I was talking to another mom and she said, well, we didn't invite her to the party because she just doesn't talk to any of the other kids. And, you know, my daughter thought she was mean. Oh, and it's not that it's that her autism presents itself in a social way. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I had better do something. And so that's why I felt like I needed to write the book. But the thing about children's books is you can write whatever word you want. If you don't have some cool pictures. Yes. Nobody go pick it up. Pictures books. Nobody's right. going to read it. Right. And, and, you, and you have to write in the language that is that the, the way that children talk and you have to have the pictures that they want to see yeah. and so lily found darcy bell myers for me she's worked with a number of uh, authors at beavers palm press and darcy is kind enough to join us tonight hey lady hey thanks for having me on the show oh my god i was just telling roxanne and she is just blown away by the pictures. hi darcy you did a great job on those illustrations oh thank you so much roxanne well i was really inspired by shaletta and her family i went to her house and i got to meet all the kids and uh, cameron especially and her husband and I just came back and I started drawing. Is that common? Is that common for you to go to subject matters home or do you work off of uh, photographs? You know, it's, uh, it's, it's not very common. Uh, most of the time I've worked with photographs or a lot of times I have to kind of come up with characters on my own. You know, they might say, well, the person, you know, describe the person and she looks like this and she's this age. And, but having real people is such a treat. It, it just makes the pictures come alive because you can, you can, you know, you don't have to guess. You don't have to imagine, well, what's this kid's favorite color? What are, what are the things that they like to do? What's their personality like? You just see it and you just draw it and, and it has uh, a feeling of truth about it. They wouldn't uh, let Shaletta in the front door at Beaver's Pond Press. <laughs> <laughs> so how is it that she talked you into going to her house? Oh, I was excited to when I heard about the the book. I was really excited. I have a daughter who has autism too. She's on the autism spectrum, and I feel the same way that I can't even think of a single book that features a character with autism, a, a children's book. So I think there's really a need for that. 
And I would love for people to see, you know, all the sides of what it's like with autism, the challenges. And then uh, with my daughter, she's got some wonderful gifts, too. And I, I think that it's important to share that. Was it a challenge for you to illustrate children of color? You know, I um, I really enjoyed doing that. I have not illustrated as many children of color as I would like, but um, I just, I love doing it. I, I thought uh, that my first drawings that I did of Cameron were some of the most beautiful drawings of children that I've ever done. I just, I loved her hair, you know, the waviness of it and her smile. She's got these eyes that squint up when she smiles and She's just got such a beautiful personality, too. You know, seeing her run around with her purple dress with the bright yellow and pink flowers. And um, she got along. I brought my daughter with me, and my daughter got along great with her and with all the kids. It sounds so like it was this, really was more, this was more than just an illustrating project. It was. I mean, we're family now. We really yeah. are. I was like, you got to come over here and you got to feel the love in our home because it's one thing to see pictures and to meet people, but I need you to feel because this book happens in our house. It happens in our home. Cameron's getting ready to go to kindergarten and everything that gets her ready for school happens in our house. So I need you to feel the love that my husband have has for his only daughter and that our neighbors, because our neighbors are in the book and her therapists uh, are in the book. You know, her brothers, her mother, her grandparents are in the book. I need you to get over here and feel the love that we have for this little girl. Oh, and the brothers, they're just wonderful. Uh, They love their sister so much. And the kids had so much fun playing together. Um, And with my daughter, Amelia, when she first got there, you know, she has some issues. Sometimes she doesn't like to be hugged. And instead of it being an issue like, oh, why doesn't Amelia want to hug us? They're like, we're cool. You know, we get it. We know what that's like. Some kids like hugs. Some kids don't. That's okay. Uh, my daughter, she likes to draw. So she brought her sketchbook with her, and she just drew the whole time. She drew all the kids. And then the kids sat down, and they all drew together. Uh, and it was fun. By the time I left, I had pictures from everybody, and I had learned some little details about each kid, too. Talk about things they like to do. The concept of the, the cover is just adorable. I mean, you can't look at the cover of Shaletta's book, Cameron Goes to School, and not smile. It features her entire family in a non-conventional setting. Uh, uh, Shaletta is, her face is coming out of a bookcase, and Sean, <laughs> her husband, is peering over the bookcase. And then the three brothers are, like, in the back window somewhere. It's almost like this, like, I spy, little eye, you know. It was just, it's adorable. Talk a little bit about the concept for the cover, how you came up with that? Well, that was Shaletta's idea, actually. Uh, the idea was that, you know, Cameron is that she's in the classroom. It's her first day in school, and nobody in the family can let go. They're all worried about her. Is she going to be okay? And so Shaletta's peering in through the bookcase, and the brothers are all looking in through the window, uh, and uh, Andrew, I think, has the binoculars. And then uh, Sean, their dad, is peering over the bookcase. He's kind of hidden underneath a plant a little bit. And uh, I just thought it was a really fun idea. And I did a sketch, and right away I think we liked it. I didn't Mm -hmm. have to do too much more, which is always a good sign. You know, if something just kind of flows Mm -hmm. and you just feel it from your heart and it just comes out and it comes out right, 
that's always a really good sign. And you know what? I um I really wanted to be in a helicopter because I've been <laughs> accused. I've been accused by Lindy Vincent, uh, my co-host on the Two Hot Mamas podcast, of being a helicopter parent. So uh-huh. I really wanted to be hanging from a helicopter, Roxanne. But we didn't have enough space. On, no, uh, and it's good. It's good. It's good the way that you did it. <laughs> uh, so, I wanted to try. I did try that, but. But you would have had to be in the window, and you would have had to be so teeny tiny. We wouldn't have been able to see. No, I think the cover. About yeah. you. I think the cover is adorable, and you know, Shaletta, you know, promptly had it plastered on T-shirts. Uh, okay, we already ooh. got the, the cover. The book ain't even out yet, but we got the T-shirts. When is the book coming out? <laughs> book is out March 27th, but you can do uh, pre-order on Amazon and Barnes & Noble right so now. So March is Autism Month. April. April, okay. It's mm-hmm. Autism Awareness yeah. Month. So we'll have it out for so April. So Darcy, the, the illustrators yeah. I named that? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, what are you taking away from this project as both an illustrator and as a mom with a child on the autism spectrum? What are you taking away from Shletta's book project, Cameron Goes to School? Well, what I one thing I love about it is Shaletta's love for her kids, her mm. passion for her kids, and her passion to make this story real, a reality. And I think there are a lot of a lot of parents who maybe might have a situation like, you know, like Shaletta had where a child comes home from school and they're not in the book and they might go, "Oh, well, that's really too bad, sweetheart." You know, yeah. That's kind of how life is sometimes, you know. But Shaletta was like, I'm not having that. I'm good. We're going to make a book. Mm-hmm. If there isn't one, I'm going to write it. And it's going to be a, a really good book, too. And, I mean, I, I, I love that. I love that about mm-hmm. it. Um, and as a, mo- as a mom, too, um, I feel so proud of this book and so happy for all the kids on the spectrum that are going to see it and all their friends, too, who maybe now are finally going to understand a little bit more about, well, maybe why this kid doesn't, talk so much you know it's or maybe this you know that the kids with autism they might have some things that are a little different about them maybe they'll there will be some more kindness out uh, there. that's the word and that is the yeah. answer is, is, is kindness and empathy yeah. and then when we step into each other's world we can sort of understand that a little bit more i mean um you and Shlada have you know the shared uh, parenting responsibilities of a child on the spectrum and i think in some ways this project has sort of helped the both of you as parents yeah, it, it really has. Uh, I am really proud of the book, and I was proud to bring my daughter with me when we did the drawings. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, when we start getting, going to some of the bookstores and it's a real book and kids are reading it, and, and I'm going to bring my daughter along to all those events, too, and give her a copy for her school library. I I just think it's wonderful all around. So, you know, Shilla talked about some of the things that happen with kids uh, with who are on the spectrum when they're in school and public situations, you know, being ostracized and left out and misunderstood, which is all very hard on not only the kid, but your, your children, but also, of course, the parent. And I think that was one of the impetus, the reason why Shleta wanted to write the book. And also, you know, just so that black children could see themselves on, on, in between the pages of a book. What do yeah. you hope that as a mom that, you know, maybe I'm going outside the realm of your illustrator profession, but, you know, I mean... <laughs> I mean, what do you hope that people come to understand when, you know, about your children that, you know, yes, they're on the spectrum, but they're, they certainly are, uh, they're, they're loved and they want to be treated just like any other child. They want to be invited to the birthday parties and the zoo visits and the sleepovers. Right. Yeah. I think sometimes people kind of assume that maybe because someone's quiet, um, well, the, that that kid doesn't like them 
or they might, uh, I remember as a parent, the first time when I was told, okay, your daughter is on the autism spectrum, she's going to need an IEP, she's going to need some special services. I felt like, I felt like I was being led to a death. It mm. was it was terrible because all these hopes that I had for my kid, she's so smart, she's so pretty, she's so talented, she's got such a loving heart. All of a sudden I had this thought like, well, she's going to, she'll just be in a special needs classroom maybe, you know, maybe she won't be that great student, maybe she won't go to college. And I realize now that is just, that's foolishness because... Mm. My daughter is she's still very smart. She's still very creative. She's still beautiful and she just has a different way of approaching the world. And she she has her own way of seeing things. And so what I'm hoping is that maybe people will see the world through her eyes a little bit. They'll see the world through Cameron's eyes a little bit. And they'll realize well first of all not all kids with autism are the same and that kids with autism they may not show their feelings as much, but they have very strong feelings. They have hearts that feel so much. And uh, I just hope that people will open up their hearts to our kids and that this book will inspire them to do that. They have different ways of approaching the world. She over here taking notes. She is over here taking notes. She done found a blank piece of paper, and she is taking notes. If you thought it got quiet because we accidentally hung up on you, it didn't. I was crying. And Roxanne Battle was taking notes. It has just been such a pleasure, and uh, we will definitely put up all the story times and craft events that we have coming up on WCCORadio.com uh, for folks out there. And they can go on Amazon and pre-order the book. Uh, Barnes & Noble also has it available for pre-sale. It'll be in stores March 27th. Uh, and our very first event is booked. She's sitting back yeah. there looking at me. She's so proud of me, girl. She could just <laughs> die right now. She could just die right now. Okay, Darcy, you hang on. Thank you, Darcy. I'm going to tell y'all when the first event is so Roxanne can put it on her calendar. Always fun and informative, Shaletta is a big draw at autism conferences across the country. Find out how you can book her as a featured speaker for your next event at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com.